Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It was indeed Fallon Henley taking on Tiffany Stratton at the start of this week's episode of NXT. This made all the sense in the world. They do hate each other. Also, hello, my friends. A quick reminder that my name is Simon Miller from What Culture. That's what it says on my birth certificate. And I have taken over editing across the holiday season because the What Culture guys are taking a much needed break. So if you see anything and go, well, it looks like it was done by a bald goober. It was. Let's up those doubts. But indeed, Tiffany and Fallon did square off here. And moving into 2024, not only do I think that they're going to have a big old feud, but I think they're going to go old school. I don't mean somebody's going to walk over the top rope before clonking somebody on the head, but look at it this way. Throughout this, Tiffany did whip Henley's ass. That's because we were doing that old WWE slash wrestling classic. She was going to lose, so beforehand, she gets to throw hands. Henley was able to kick out of a powerbomb, though. She got the old one-two-oo. When we start to go into a battle for the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up. So Tiffany Stratton was going for one and Fallon Henley was going to go for one. But it turns out that Henley has been studying these tapes far better and she got the one-two-three. Tiffany Stratton absolutely lost it. Because she absolutely beat on her after this when she grabbed Fallon and dragged her all the way to the backstage area where she kind of got a mop and just rubbed it in her face. I mean, why wouldn't you do that? Now, she did this because she thinks Fallon Henley is trash. I was like, why does that make her trash? If I turn up and go, man, I want to have a clean floor, somebody looks at me and goes, look at that guy, that's scum. However, as we were going to find out throughout this episode of NXT, Tiffany Stratton now wants a rematch, and if she does win, it's time to go back to 1986, because Fallon Henley will have to be her servant. As I always tell you, this is why I like NXT. It is basically drowning in gimmicks and personality. So of course this will happen and we can have some over-the-top fun with it. And maybe Tiff will be like, oh, Fallon, you got to bake me some bread and then feed me a sandwich. <laughs> Doesn't sound that bad, but I bet NXT does do something like that. I enjoy this madness. Scare it up. Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes also had a few chats throughout this episode of NXT. And basically, Carmelo has decided, listen, I'm sorry about last week when I accidentally, maybe on purpose, hit you with the championship. But let's talk about the fact that I also got beaten up and I got hit so hard. And now if I hit my Dragonov, I can feel it in my jaw. It was definitely the same person. Now, Trick was still a bit like, uh, nobody knows who attacked me either. When Carmella was like, I've got a great idea for New Year's Evil. I know it's meant to be you and Elia for the NXT championship. But why don't we make it a triple threat match? that at least one of us will be coming home with the gold. Now, Trick wasn't into this at all. He'd much rather Carmelo, his supposed friend, just help trained him. But listen, this is what I assume is going to happen. We will do that three-way. And the reason Trick Williams won't become the champion is because Carmelo Hayes is basically going to dick him over. Dragunov then did make his way to the ring, because I suppose he was watching this. He was so annoyed and flustered. He was like, how did I get dragged in to this Carmelo Hayes-Trick Williams mess? I don't want anything to do with it. It's because he understands sacrifice. And that's how he was able to get to the tippity top. When we threw somebody else into this absolute mess, 
Because Rich Holland just came from the crowd. He was like, hello, Ilya. I really would like to have a quick conversation with you. It does seem like he's back on NXT, which is really interesting. What is going to happen with the brawling brutes? And Holland even told him, listen, man, I need to hit reset on my career. And that's why I need to take on you. Because, of course, right now you're the man. Dragunov, understandably, being a professional wrestler, was like, oh, my gosh, you want geese title shot? I'm so sick of geese title shot. But fair play to Rich. He was like, no, I just want to take you on. We'll see what happens. And then I will return to the bottom before I climb to the top. And then, yeah, I'll take your belt. Ely was so impressed with this, he did agree. And that was going to be our main event. And of course, as soon as Dragunov got to backstage, Trick Williams turned up. He was like, what are you doing? You've already got a feud, pal. And it's with me. Ely then replied, yeah, but I am the champion. So I get to call the shots. Williams was like, man, that's an easy home run. Well, not for long, pal. Even though Trick is wrong. Because again, He's going to be screwed over. So, man, did we tie a lot together here, but I actually did enjoy it. Now, there is one last piece of this puzzle that we'll get to in a few minutes. But for now, I shall give it an up. Much like WWE overall in 2023, I appreciate the patience. When Lexus King did indeed defeat Dion Lennox in the men's breakout tournament. Now, someone made the best point to me after last week's ups and downs. And they were like, wait a minute, Simon. Why would Lexus be allowed into this tournament after he took one of the competitors out? Surely he would get punished. And if that is the case, why the flub isn't everybody else doing it? Now, I do like it because I enjoy nonsense wrestling rules, especially the one in the Royal Rumble where you can be eliminated but still eliminate others. But that probably needs to be the line. So, yeah, maybe this is one step too far, especially because when we were done here, we made it even more confusing. Because Drake Bearhill just went and attacked Lexus when the bell went ding, ding, ding. So I was like, wait a minute, if he's okay to still be around wrestling, why did we take him out of the tournament so fast? I mean, look, it's so silly. I do like it, but it does have to get down. That is proper two plus two equals potato. Otherwise, King versus Lennox, I thought was actually quite fun too. Especially because at one point, King just left the ring and he grabbed the breakout contract. He was going to go to the back like, well, I own it now. Therefore, I am the victor. I don't think that's how it works. He essentially used it as a decoy, though, because he was then able to grab Dion. He threw him into Rita the ring post where he hit that spinning neck breaker and he got the one, two, three. This is where Bell did just come running to the ring. But we've talked about it. But look, when it comes to the Lexus King character, he is such a wonderful dickhead. I'm genuinely really enjoying him. And he's got one of those shibby and grins. Giving it up. Eddie thought that indeed challenged Dijak to an underground match next week or in a couple of weeks. And Dijak agreed to it later on. When it was time for a tag team match. It was Keanu James and Izzy Dane taking on Fear Hall and JC Jane. This is why you should never listen to me. I was like, I'm sure the Chase U graduates will win here. But they didn't. They went and flub and lost. Now, how did they get the hot tag at one point? And she did run wild. And this time, the Chase U audience section was going crazy for her. So she was all happy again. Although, for a completely different reason, it served as a distraction. So I think these people just need to leave. Now, as the commentators told us, it could be because Riley Osborne was going, yeah, fear hell, you can do it. And as we found out over the last couple of weeks, apparently she has a crush on him, like Saved by the Bell. Now, Thea was still able to lock in the Kimura, and James did tap out, but she had no idea that actually Dame had been tagged in, and she just booted Thea right in the face. And that was quite brutal. And she got the one, two, three. So as we have learned, Chase U is not good for your well-being. I actually quite enjoyed this. And just like the nonsense, up. Ariana Grace and Roxanne Perez then fell out in the women's locker room. This is quite unfair. Grace was just saying to Roxanne, look, don't worry about wins or losses. It's all about participating. Now, to be fair, I don't think she was being serious. And I think she was winding Roxanne up. So what did Perez do? 
slapped her right in the face. We also saw Bronco Nima and Lucian Price hanging out with Andre Chase and Duke Hudson. Do you know what the Chase you guys have decided to do? Gamble and bet in order to try and earn the money for the school. I mean, how is this a good idea? I mean, I thought that's how you got into trouble in the first place. Andre is totally gone too because he has now said double or nothing in a match next week. And now he's going to lose and the school is going to close and all my dreams will be dead. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Dragon was then here and he was ready to do his open challenge for the North American Championship. And at first, we thought it was going to be someone from the quarter crew wrecking people or whatever they're called. And that was true because it was Charlie Dempsey. When Gallus just walked out, Joe Coff was like, well, I would like to be involved. Dragon Lee agreed. I don't know. And the fact all this was a mystery, and then we got Charlie and we got Joseph, just went to show the Dragon was going to win. But I tell you, these three got into it, and it's pretty damn fabu. I mean, it was just your standard good NXT match, which is why we'll just move towards the end. Because at one point, after a dive, they were all on the outside. When Joe Gacy appeared from under the ring, because he loves it under there, and like some kind of monster, he grabbed Coffee's leg, and he just pulled him under the ring, and nobody seemed to be bothered about this at all. Surely it has to be illegal as well, although it did mean Dempsey and Lee could go at it. That was quite nice, because it's sort of like a coming together of styles. It was Mr. Tech versus Mr. Highfly. It turned out it was going to be the night for mythical creatures, though, because he hit Operation Dragon, and Lee got the 1-2-3 to retain his championship. Honestly, he is such a damn good wrestler. Let's hope he keeps hanging out on SmackDown 2. Drew Gulak's gang did jump him afterwards as well because they are a bunch of sore losers. When the LWO appeared, they helped out Dragon Lee. But this was Joaquin Wild and Cruz Del Toro. So again, are they still going to be on Friday night? So have they come back down to NXT? But that's a nice crossover. Can probably do a six-man tag. Did I give it an up? Can't remember, but it is getting it up. Cora Jade then walked back into the women's locker room and basically looked around and said, by the way, everyone, I am the best and I am your savior. Alrighty then. He also stole Carmen Petrovich's locker and threw her clothes on the floor. And after Cora had left, Carmen walked in. She's like, man, 
I can't believe this has happened. So that is going to be a feud because some clothes got chucked on the ground. I'm going to keep saying this. I don't care. I love NXT. It was back to the men's breakout tournament after this. And we had Tavian Heights, who was my choice because he has such an amazing name, taking on Lusa Crucifino, who, to be fair, also has an amazing name. Now, Lusa seems to be playing some kind of lawyer. And the commentators had a field day with this because they dropped all the puns. And when it comes to Heights, I tell you, he did his entrance and he was so damn pumped. I already like him. They did some wrestling to start with because it is a wrestling show when they were exchanging hammerlocks when Tavian decided to hit a tilt-a-whirl. Looked pretty good. Crucifino's comeback was then to stamp on his foot, but it did kind of work here because he then hit two neck breakers. That's right, not one, but two. He hates necks. This is also the same as other matches on NXT in the sense Heights did get beaten up for a little bit when he charged up all his powers and he came back with all the suplexes, including this really good German one, Vigates, and a spinning belly-to-belly when he got the one, two, three, and he's going through to the next round. So I really did think he looked pretty good here, and as always, you have to judge them where they are on their journey, and they're basically right at the start. I'm going to give it an up. I like the men's breakout tournament. Just feels a little bit different. Then in a quick video pumping up the fact we are getting Lyra Valkyria versus Blair Davenport for the NXT Women's Championship, when Lyra and Nikita Lyons had a chat, Nikita was like, man, I'm so happy to be back in NXT because I'm going to take out Blair, but when I'm done... I'm also taking that championship. Felt a little bit unnecessary. We also saw the metaphor who have now turned the Heritage's Cup into like some kind of Christmas ornament. And they were asked, are you going to take on Josh Briggs because he's challenged you? And because Noam Dar is Santa Claus or something, he said yes. I suppose that's a nice gift. I don't know. It was then right into Tate and Paxley taking on the returning Nikita Lions. And you could see how this one was going to go. Lions has been out for a while. No way she was going to come back and take the L. Now, Tatum did try to stop her by working over the arm, but it turns out Nikita didn't care about any of that, and she threw her into the corner where she hit this weird punch thing. As ever, the internet has gone crazy about that. Don't you dare try anything new. It also allowed her to set up her combo kicks, and she slammed Tatum right in the head, and then did that jumping ass splash thing. I mean, let's call a spade a spade to get the one, two, three. And as ever, people are like, oh my gosh, can't believe it. It was perfectly fine, and you could understand why NXT does want to push Nikita Lyons, giving it that. When we were talking to Briggs and Jensen, they are definitely not getting on. Because Briggs told him, look, I don't want you out there when I do have my Heritage Cup match. And his reason basically was, well, I don't really know why, I just don't. This is why I like one of the last episodes of NXT in 2023. We are setting up a lot for 2024, including these two finally breaking up, having a fight. When we got Gallus versus Hank and Tank actually been building that up for a couple of weeks. Now, Joe Coffey was just back here with Gallus, so I want to know what the flub happened, because the last time we saw him, he was dragged under the ring by Joe Gacy, and Gacy was back. He was sat in the Chase U section. So why is this man allowed to run wild? The main thing I want to focus on here is that NXT did a finish where they used the tag ropes. If you're one of these sticklers for the rules, you should be watching NXT. Because Walker was being whooped when Ledger was able to get the tag, but because he had let go of the rope, the referee was like, no, you're not allowed to get in the ring. If you don't understand how wrestling works, well, more for you. I genuinely couldn't believe it when's the last time we've done that. Mark Coffey then basically used it as a distraction to boot Tank right in the face, and he got the win. I start laughing to myself. One of NXT's favorite finishers is just take my foot and kick you right in the skull. When you say it like that, you probably would do it. This is all right, though, and I really like Hank and Tank. They just have a warmth to them that comes out of the screen. Don't know what that means. Give it an up. Which brought us to our main event. That's right, my friends. 
controversy reigns supreme. For it was Ilya Dragunov taking on to Ridge Holland, and we just have to go right to the finish here, because it is the big talking point. I want to know what you thought about it in the comments, and hey-ho, subscribe. As Ridge smashed the champion with a DDT towards the end, and Ilya sold this basically like he was dying. Now, look, I do want to say, Dragunov is so good at acting like he was in pain, and while this wasn't legit, if you showed it to someone and said, do you think it's actually hurt? You'd probably believe it. The internet also went nuts again because this was a taped episode of NXT. So at first it came out that Ridge Holland had injured somebody once again. So everybody was mad. Actually, it turns out this is the story they want to tell. And the most noble one of these was, of course, Big E. But when it comes to Ridge Holland, if you go and listen to anybody who has been involved with this, they all put their hands up and say, no, look, it's not his fault. It's just one of those things that happens. And also, don't forget, wrestling is really dangerous. It is. We also went whole hog with this because we put a neck brace on Dragunov and we stretched him to the back. And like I say in situations like this all of the time, as long as Dragunov was cool of it and Rich Holland was cool of it and somebody like Big E was cool of it, then hey-ho, I've got to be cool with this. I mean, if those involved don't mind, I can't be up in arms about it. That doesn't make any sense. And that's because if you have suffered the most from a situation like this, you absolutely get to call the shots. However, as a man that was sat on his chair, watching a professional wrestling show to be entertained, I just tell you straight... No, I don't think this was for me. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't do it and doesn't mean the option shouldn't be there. But really, my major takeaway was I started thinking about Big E and how sad his situation is and that he may never return to wrestling. Now, look, health and happiness first and foremost. But this is a massive shame. One day it'd be cool if he was able to return. Now, if you did enjoy this uncomfortableness, more power to you. And also, it did give NXT quite the edge. But that's just not what I wanted from my wrestling show on this evening. So I am going to give it a down. I mean, it just made me feel awkward and worried. And again, I'm so used to NXT being so wacky. For my personal taste, this was just a little bit too much of a 1A. So yes, that is why it gets a down. But again, I would much rather we debated this like adults. Because maybe you thought it was the greatest thing ever. And maybe you like the gritty spin on it. And more power to you. It's always going to be horses for courses. Or courses for horses. Whatever that stupid phrase is. But it did bring us to the end of another episode of NXT and I am going to give it an up because again, mostly everybody goes out there and just has fun. The forgotten word in professional wrestling. Now please do click the video on the screen which is ups and downs for Monday Night Raw. Again, support all the professional wrestling. Like the video, share the video and as I said, please do subscribe. If I don't see you beforehand or talk to you beforehand, have a happy holiday season, my friends. Thank you very much for all of the love over these past 12 months. Still can't believe I'm still doing this. Take care of yourself. And I'll see you soon. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.